The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion, and the latest around the Broncos as the season continues. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast going to discuss the Broncos and the Chiefs. I have the blueprint. I have the blueprint to beat the Kansas City Chiefs right here in my hand as the Denver Broncos and Chiefs lock arms on Thursday night. This is a game that Denver can pull one game within the division. So huge pendulum game. Huge pendulum game for this Broncos team and where their season could be going. So we're going to discuss that today on the podcast. But of course, we're also going to get to that uh, blueprint and how the Denver Broncos on offense can help the Denver Broncos beat Patrick Mahomes. Now you're saying to yourself, well, you don't want to shoot out, right? Against Patrick Mahomes? You probably don't want that. That's not exactly what I'm talking about. I'll tell you about that coming up today on the podcast. But first, our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just uh Hop, skipping, and jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Just terrific stuff. Terrific stuff over there at Tap 14. I was up on the rooftop. Oh, it was last week, and uh, gosh, beautiful weather, great views, and I'll be honest, the whiskeys and bourbons, they were very, very tasty. You can go on up there to Tap 14 on the web. I swear I wasn't drinking on the job. Tap 14 on the web at tap14.com. Spell out the word 14 for me, Tap 14. Dot com. All right, so this is a Broncos team that's won two in a row. And Broncos country feeling really nice right now, but of course the big bad Chiefs coming to town. And what would this Denver team look like with a win against the Kansas City Chiefs? Let's start there because that's how big and critical this game is. This is a pendulum game. At 2-5 and five, with a loss, this is a Denver Broncos team that probably is starting to think, okay, Maybe thinking about the future. Maybe thinking about veterans and uh, shipping them away and how they could uh, you know, potentially be stockpiling for the future. This is also a team, though, at three and four with three straight wins and one of them up on their division rival in Kansas City. Now, all of a sudden, it's only a game out of the division, which is just a absurd thought to think of when you think of that 0-4 start. And now to be only a game out, that is mind-boggling. This is an AFC West that is starting to starting to see them come together more. You know, you're starting to see them condense uh, as a division from top to bottom, and a win for the Denver Broncos obviously would make that even more so. Now, this is a Kansas City team that is coming off two straight losses, and this is a Kansas City team that, while they got Tyreek Hill back, was not good enough to beat the Texans last week. I do believe the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts gave everybody in the NFL the blueprint to beating the Kansas City Chiefs in that prolific offense. And that is where my blueprint comes in. I have the blueprint. It is in my hands. I can't read, but I'll read it to you. Look, it's running the football. And and it's going back to what the NFL used to do against Peyton Manning in the mid-2000s. And this is really going to be the ultimate compliment, I think, to Patrick Mahomes because we're talking about the same strategy that the NFL tried to use to beat the Hall of Fame quarterback and Peyton Manning. Many believe is arguably one of the greatest ever. Now they got to do the same to beat Patrick Mahomes. This is a game plan of running the football and just simply dominating. 
the time of possession. Okay, I'm going to flash you back to last week when the Houston Texans ran for 192 yards against Kansas City's 53. Oh, by the way, that was in Kansas City. In that game, oh, by the way, Patrick Mahomes threw three touchdowns. He actually looked pretty darn good. He did throw the one interception, but he threw three touchdowns. Deshaun Watson in that game turned the ball over twice with two interceptions. This shows you that Patrick Mahomes can have a good game. You can turn the ball over as a quarterback, and yet you can still escape from that game because of the 192 rushing yards and the 39-20 to time of possession difference. That is the big deal here. It's taking the ball out of the hands of Patrick Mahomes, running the football, establishing the offense, keeping it on the field, and making sure that the times that Patrick Mahomes does get on the field, they are limited, and then it's up to your defense to just try to contain the Kansas City Chiefs. Flash you back to two weeks ago. The Indianapolis Colts came in. Jacoby Brissett, very much the underdog against the big bad Chiefs. And what happened? Mm. Two weeks ago, in Arrowhead, again, at home, Against the Indianapolis Colts, 180 rushing yards for the Colts to the Chiefs, 36. The time of possession, 37 to 22 in favor of Indy. And by the way, Jacoby Brissett's quarterback rating in that game, 61. Why is this important? Because this tells you that you don't have to have prolific quarterback play to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, if this is a game that gets into a shootout and and Joe Flacco is throwing dimes left and right, that's one thing. But this will tell you here that Deshaun Watson turning the ball over multiple times, Jacoby Brissett having a 61 quarterback rating. You can win. You can win against the Kansas City Chiefs with bad quarterback play. But what is the common occurrence and the common theme? 192 rushing yards from the Texans. 180 rushing yards from the Indianapolis Colts. That is the big deal here and winning the time of possession game. And I'm not saying just win it. I'm saying dominate it. Dominate it by 15 to 20 minutes in this game and keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. That is the big deal in this game because if Denver does that, being at home, and might I remind you, and a lot of people bring this up, they say, oh, well, Kansas City just dominates Denver, basically, for the last couple of years. Well... Yes and no. Let's look deeper into those games, and particularly games at Denver. I'm not going to include the games at Arrowhead because this game is in Denver tomorrow against the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a Denver team that has lost by a, last year, a Case Keenum uh, missed practice throw to Demarius Thomas with 20 seconds left. He completes that pass, and Denver beats the Chiefs. Two years ago, Denver loses on a last-second field goal by uh, Harrison Butker that Uh, Quite frankly, they should have won that game. They gave up that game, and three years ago, they lose in overtime uh, on a field goal. This is a Denver team that has played the Kansas City Chiefs very, very closely several times in Denver. And look, you could argue that all the momentum, first of all, is Denver's way, and obviously Kansas City coming off two games where, look, a little bit of a gimpy ankle. For Patrick Mahomes, offense not exactly firing on all cylinders, and now they have to travel to a hostile environment, particularly on Thursday night. This one is going to be a rowdy one 
as the fans at Mile High are going to try to get the Broncos back into it because, again, a win and all of a sudden, you are now a game out of the division, and that looks a lot different. So run the football. That is going to be my first key to beating the Chiefs. That is the big one is running the football. And look, this is an offense that is tailor-made to do that from the Broncos and their abilities from Philip Lindsay to Royce Freeman and to those guys up front, Garrett Bowles, Ron Leary, Connor McGovern, and we think Juwan James, we'll see. And then, of course, the uh, arguably the best offensive lineman on that line, Dalton Reisner, it is up to them to control the trenches and control it on offense and seriously put a hurting on the Kansas City defensive ends and defensive tackle because, again, this is a Denver team that can run the football and control that time of possession. We have seen through history that not only can you beat the Chiefs with that formula, but you can beat the Chiefs with that formula while also turning the ball over and while also having poor quarterback play. Now, obviously, you don't want that, and that's one of my big keys as well, too, is the fact that this this Broncos offense needs to be a little bit more consistent they need to be a little bit more aggressive. And, you know, you could argue, and I think there's a very real argument here to the idea, this is a Denver team that I think they understood. They understood that they were better than the Tennessee Titans. They understood that if they just didn't shoot themselves in the foot, that they could beat this Tennessee Titans team. And that's exactly what they did. So what they what did they do? They played a conservative game plan. They knew that 16 to nothing, 16 to 3, 16 to 10 was going to be the type of game that they were going to win. Now, whether you agree or disagree with that, that's one thing. But what happened is it did end up resulting in a win. I think that's the only thing that matters right now for this Denver team. When you start 0-4, you are just simply trying to dig out of that. And you're just simply trying to get wins no matter how. Whether it's a shootout, a grind it out. Just any way where you can get the win, that's all that matters because Denver's just trying to climb back into 500. But I tell you what, a win against the Kansas City Chiefs, all of a sudden, this thing looks a lot different inside the AFC West because Denver would only be a game out of the division then. And then you look forward to the schedule and you get a little excited because, again, Denver coming off three straight wins. They get a full a week and a half or a week and a couple days to get healthy. Then for a matchup against the Indianapolis Colts, which again, looks very sexy. I know both teams are getting paid. Both teams play on Sunday for a reason. There is anything that could happen, but certainly the Indianapolis Colts are not the Green Bay Packers or the Chiefs matchups of the Broncos season. And then you have the Cleveland Browns at home. All of a sudden, you could be looking at a five-game win streak. And now this Denver team in the thick of a potential playoff run and winning because things are starting to fire on all cylinders. And now you have this turnaround that you, uh, you're beginning to see the defense play the way they could. And uh, the offense may be clicking a little bit more, being a little bit more aggressive. The formula is there. The formula is there, but this is a huge pendulum game for the Denver Broncos. Because again, this is a team that if they can, pull off a win against Kansas City, all of a sudden things change a lot. But it's going to be about running the football. It's going to be about Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. It's going to be about the time of possession, 39-20. to 20, And it's going to be about being a little bit more aggressive on offense and trying to score at least more than 16 points. And maybe even more so, taking advantage of the opportunities. is When you're talking about uh, beating the Chiefs, look, field goals ain't going to do it. 
Field goals ain't going to be Patrick Mahomes. Touchdowns will, and that's what Denver should be focusing on. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. All right, I've got my final key of the game when it comes to beating the Chiefs. That's next. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. My final key of the game in this Broncos Chiefs matchup. Again, uh, we've talked about time of possession. We've talked about running the football and having that success. But I think the other part is forcing turnovers. This is a Kansas City team that while interception wise, they're one of the best when it comes to throwing them. When it comes to fumbles, though, they're actually in the bottom half of the NFL. They've had a little bit of a trouble holding on to the football. If this is a team that can take advantage of those turnovers and then convert in the red zone, that is a huge deal. Because, again, kind of goes back to that time of possession discussion. That's one less opportunity for Patrick Mahomes that you are getting with your offense and converting in the red zone should not be the most difficult thing in the world as the Kansas City Chiefs rank 21st in the NFL in red zone percentage. So certainly something that Denver needs to take advantage of. Be sure to watch that Broncos offense on third down as they rank in the bottom half of the NFL on third down. So converting on third down, a big, big deal. And simply, you got to score more points than 16. You know, 16 points ain't going to beat the Tennessee Titans. But hey, if you can pick up some turnovers or maybe the defense can create some points, We'll see how that goes for the Denver Broncos. Broncos Blitz Podcast, we are all done for the podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Of course, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the podcast. You can follow along on my Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio, on Twitter. And then, of course, you can also find me on the radio show. Well, be sure to go check it out. Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So if you're on the East Coast, 9 a.m. for our uh, East Coast listeners, check it out at MyLifeSports.com where it's streaming live. And again, locally here in Denver on FM 104.7, AM 1340. You can go check that out. And a lot of great stuff with the radio show. We have some great guests um, from, uh, and I'll just give a little tease for tomorrow, Brian Billick, as well as former uh, Carolina Panthers defensive back, uh, Mike Minters also joining the show as well too. So give you a little taste of, uh, the kind of guests that we bring on. Of course, we bring some local writers, TV stars, analysts, and of course, athletes onto the show as well too. A uh, big thank you to Justin Simmons, uh, Philip Lindsay being on the show in the most recent, uh, past. So, uh, a lot of great opportunities to, uh, hear from the Broncos themselves, but also the people who cover the Broncos the closest here in our local media. And, of course, if you're local here in Denver, every Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. in Denver on FM 104.7, 1340. Streaming on the Mile High Sports mobile app or at milehighsports.com. We are all done for the broadcast. I will see you tomorrow where uh, I'll be, of course, in the press box and covering this Broncos-Chiefs game. We will be getting you opportunities to see this game and uh, uh, through a different light or uh, maybe maybe make you think of the game in a different way from a perspective that uh, maybe you didn't think about. And that's, of course, at milehighsports.com, where we got some great writing from uh, all our writers, Zach, TJ, Anilo, uh, myself, columns from Doug, Nate as well, too. So a lot of great stuff over there at milehighsports.com. Strongly encourage you to go check that out and uh, see the different stuff that we got going on from 
Jake and Torian when they join the podcast, of course, and tomorrow's podcast or previous editions of the Archived Broncos Blitz podcast. We got some good ones in the can from previous, uh, well, last week, even this week as well, too. Our interview with David Baker, the CEO and president of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Of course, he discussed about Pat Bolin and the uh, rings of excellence that they awarded to not only the Bolin family, but also Champ Bailey, what Pat Bolin meant to the NFL and how health um, should be considered for the Hall of Fame. So that was an interesting little discussion. We, of course, spoke with Justin Simmons post-game in the locker room after the Titans win. And uh, that interview talking about what they need to do for the Chiefs coming up. Look, so many things of the Broncos Blitz podcast that you can go check out, and I strongly recommend you do so at milehighsports.com. As we wrap up this podcast, hey, be sure to go check out milehighsports.com for all the great info, news, player profiles, breaking news, milehighsports.com. It's milehighsports.com. See you, all To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast. <laughs>